Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Check us out at comicweb.com. The Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of the old movie cliffhanger serials. You can find them on our website or just type Comic Web into iTunes and they should pop up. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Yes, it's Superman! Strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can leap tall buildings at a single bound, race a speeding bullet to its target, then steal in his bare hands, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth and justice. But before we join Superman, listen. And now to our story. When Clark Kent came across a classified newspaper advertisement offering a leopard skin for sale, he suspected it was a secret message connected with the Society of the Leopard, an oriental spy ring. Tracing the address from the telephone number given in the ad, he and Lois Lane called on the advertiser, a man named Brower. Sure enough, they were met by the mysterious leopard woman herself, who, gun in hand, ordered them locked in a basement cell. There, making use of Superman's amazing sense of hearing, Kent listened to the leopard woman issuing orders to contact an enemy submarine by shortwave radio and give it the location of an American oil tanker. In the darkness of the basement cell, Kent, in his true role of Superman, removed two iron bars from the door and escaped with Lois. Putting her into a taxi, he instructed her to get to Major Campbell, the Secret Service chief, at once, to tell him to raid the waterfront hideout of the spy ring. And then, as Superman, he flew out over the fog-bound ocean searching for the doomed tanker, hoping to find it before a deadly torpedo added it to the toll of sunken ships. As our story continues today, the tanker, loaded with precious oil and bound for an allied port, is moving slowly through the dense fog, its horn sounding dismally. And on the bridge, Captain Hansen and his first mate are peering into the gray-shrouded darkness, unaware of the danger lurking ahead. I've never seen it so thick out here this time of the year. Better slow down, Grave. Yes, sir. That's better. Got a man aloft? Yes, sir. That's as hard he can't see any more than we can. How are we on course? Dead on, sir. Well, this soup should lift once we clear Weldon Reef. Bad night for submarines, I'd say. Oh, no. They like thick weather. Gives them a chance to surface without being spotted. I'm not worried about submarines. They're well offshore since the Coast Patrol got after them. The last sinking did the trick. I just don't want to ram a patrol boat or a destroyer. What's that up ahead? Hmm? I don't see a thing. Oh, I guess not. On course? Coin off to stop it. Keep her dead on, Graves. There's a three-mile drift through here. We don't want to pile up on Weldon Reef. Well, I might as well go below. No use standing up here when I... What was that? Sounded like wind. Don't be a fool. Fog doesn't lay low when there's wind. I don't hear it anymore. Might have been a whale surfacing. What's happening on deck? I don't know, sir. I'll see. Oh, no, you stay here. Watch the course. I'll go down. 
I'm the cause of the trouble, Captain. Your men ganged up on me. Pete, it's too. All right, Paul. Uh, what's this about? I've come to warn you that your ship is in danger of being torpedoed by an enemy submarine. How do you know? What difference does it make? I know. Makes this difference, mister. You're a liar and a stowaway. Now, wait. Right down, I tell you. Look, I, I know it's hard to believe, Captain, but I'm neither a liar nor a stowaway. How'd you get on board this ship? Well, I, I, I can't tell you. Oh, you can't, eh? Well, maybe I can tell you a few things. We're shipping valuable cargo through tough water, and we haven't time to stand around talking. My men were right. Irons is the place for you. Uh, All right, pipe down. I'll handle it. Before you do anything, Captain, I suggest you listen to me. This is a serious matter. A foreign U-boat knows your position. You may be torpedoed at any moment. Mm. How'd you come by all that information? That isn't important. If you take my advice, you'll change your course. I'm not in the habit of taking anybody's advice, mister. Not on the deck of my own ship. Benson, the valve. Take him below. Hey, Now do you believe me? That was a shell fired across your bow. All right, full speed ahead. Stand the boat. Stop to it. Don't stand there like fools. Full speed ahead. Submarine off port bow. You. You better stand by at a boat, mister. We're carrying a shipload of oil. If one of those shells or a torpedo hits us, we're finished. I don't think you have much to worry about, Captain. But next time, remember to take good advice. Hey, where are you going? Come back here. Come back. Come back. Sorry, but I have a date with that submarine. As Superman, before it finds the range and blows your ship sky high. Now, this looks like a good jumping off place. Up, up, and away! Leaping over the rail, Superman wings out through the fog, hovers for a moment above the black conning tower of the foreign sub, and then, with a strange smile lighting his face, dives into the water. Coming up underneath the U-boat's sleek stern, he reaches out, and as though they were made of putty, rips off the two slowly turning propellers and lets them sink to the bottom of the ocean. Then, coming to the surface, he sets his muscular shoulder against the steel hull. <sighs> Now, my murderous friends, you're taking a ride. A ride you'll never forget, straight into the United States Navy Yard. Here you go. Clark Kent speaking. Connect me with Carmody, editorial room. One moment, Mr. Kent. Thank you. Carmody, editorial. Oh, Bill, this is Clark Kent. Now, get this. It's a scoop. Go ahead. The 210-foot foreign submarine U-27 lost its way in the dense fog tonight and sailed into the U.S. naval base with all hands on board. What? Now, wait. That's not all. Seventy members of the crew and 22 officers were immediately interned. Captain Fritz Gertler, spelled G-O-E-T-T-L-E-R, commanding the U-boat, was taken to the Office of Naval Intelligence for questioning. He seemed in a dazed condition. That's all for now, Bill. I'll come back to you later. Kent, that's plenty. Wow, what a story. Say, uh, is uh, Lois Lane around the office? Yeah, yeah, hold on. Where in heaven's name have you been? Never mind that now. Did you see Major Campbell? Yes. Did you tell him to raid that house? Yes, I told him. Oh, good. He should have them all behind bars by now. I'm afraid he hasn't. What do you mean? practically threw me out of his office. What? And he said to tell you to stick to reporting. He'll handle the spies. Oh, wait a minute. Well, that's what he said. Where are you? In a phone booth. I'm going right down to see Campbell. Better get some shock absorbers. You'll certainly get thrown out, and fast. Don't you worry about that. I'll see you later, Lois. So long. 
For the last time, Kent, stop bothering me. Well, I am I... not interested in waterfront houses or leopard skins or any of your fantastic stories. But, Major Campbell, this isn't a fantastic story. Miss Lane and I were down there. We saw the leopard woman. She locked us in a basement cell. How did you get out? Well, a, a, a couple of the iron bars were loose on the cell door. I you... know. You chewed them in half. Well, or maybe you twisted them into pretzels. <laughs> Why not? You're Superman, aren't you? Whoever said I was Superman? Well, you certainly talk big enough. I'm sorry. I've got work to do. Important oh, work. Please, Major Campbell, this is the opportunity of a lifetime. That waterfront house is the new headquarters of the Leopard Society. They even have a shortwave radio sending apparatus there. What's the address? 410 Front Street. And the man's name, the one you mentioned? Brower. We'll just check that. O'Hara. Yes, sir? Check the phone company and find out whether a man named Brower lives at 410 Front Street. Call me back. Right. I don't know why I'm even wasting this much time on you. You're wasting time, all right, but not on me. We should be down at that house now. Sure, you like empty houses. Oh. You took me to one not so long ago. Listen, this one isn't empty. I told you it's the spy ring's new headquarters. You know, I could go down there myself and round them up, but I... Oh, Superman again, eh? Well, yes, I, I mean, no, no, of course not, but... Yes? That checks, Major. Richard Brower, 410 Front Street. Phone number is 4857. Thanks. Well? That's the name. And I'm still not convinced. All right, I'll get the police to make the raid. They'll believe uh, me. Now, wait a minute. Now, take one more chance, Kent. Just one more. How many men do we need? At least ten. The house should be surrounded so that not one of them can escape. Well, no, I'm a stupid fool to be doing this, but maybe it'll teach me a lesson. O'Hara? Yes, sir? Round up ten men and meet me downstairs as soon as possible. Uh, you'd better give them Tommy guns. Okay. Come on. Let's get it over with. Meanwhile, at the waterfront headquarters of the spy ring, all is feverish activity as the leopard woman prepares to vacate the house. This would not be necessary except that you are all such fools. Why did not one of you at least know that the bars of the cell could be removed by a child? That isn't true. We found them bent. I suppose he bent them with his hands. Put that box over there, Cato. Is that what you mean, Brower? I don't know how he bent them. All you know is that they are gone, both of them. And we have to run like rats in the night for fear of being trapped. Come away from that window. We haven't much time. We've got to get out of here. I'm afraid it's too late. What do you mean? Look, down in the street. Men with Tommy guns. They're surrounding the house. Oh, it has come. I always wondered when it would be. Five of them are heading toward the rear door. Cato? Yes? Bring me that black box. It is heavy. Be careful. Set it down here. Gently. Now, attach a fuse to it. You will find them in the leather case on the chair. What are you going to do? There is only one honorable defeat, Brower. Death. Huh? This box contains explosive enough to blow the house and everyone in it into oblivion. I hear them coming up the steps. That is our only consolation. We will take some of them with us into the Valley of the Shadows. Light the fuse, Cato. Unaware that the leopard woman is about to make a final murderous gesture... 
Kent, Major Campbell, and three Secret Service men mount the steps to the room where a short fuse is sputtering closer and closer to the box of high explosives. Can anything save Major Campbell and his men from destruction? Don't miss the next revealing episode for Thrills Galore. Tune in and follow the story with Superman. Don't forget, tune in again for the next thrilling episode with Superman. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine. <laughs>